0: Hello folks, Dr. Tim Jordan here. We got another episode of Raising Daughters right here for you, and I thought I would look back and look forward as the year comes to a close. It's been kind of a negative year when you look at the news, whether it's local politics, uh, politics in our country, around the world, just all kinds of negativity. I started to think about how important it is for us to have a good attitude, and how much our attitudes affect how we perceive the world and our place in it. So I thought I would introduce to you three or four stories that I think might help give you a different perspective on how you can look forward to the next and upcoming year. The first story involves this farmer who was working in his field when a stranger approached him, and the the traveler said to him, what kind of people live in this next town? Without pausing, the farmer replied, what kind of people lived in the town you left?" Oh, the traveler said they were horrible. People were dishonest, they were selfish, they were inconsiderate. Looking up, the farmer shook his head. He said, you know, I'm sorry to say, that's probably what you're going to find in this town too. So the stranger kind of moaned and he walked away in the other direction. Later that same day, a different man happened down the same road. And when he saw the farmer, he called out, hey, what kind of people live in this next town? Without looking up, the farmer returned with a question, what kind of people live in the town you just left? Well, said the traveler, they were thoughtful and friendly and kind. I hated, leaving, I hated leaving them. The farmer put down his hoe, extended his hand, and he smiled. I'm pleased to say that that is about what you're going to find with the folks here as well. The, reta- the traveler returned the smile, shook the farmer's hand, and headed off towards his new home. The attitudes we've developed over time are really crucial in how we're going to see the future. And that especially pertains to Children. I found this interesting poem by a woman named Loris Malaguzzi. Uh, she was the founder of the Reggio uh, school system, and this is how that this, it goes. It's, it's called "The Hundred Children." The child is made of one hundred. The child has a hundred languages, a hundred hands, a hundred thoughts, and a hundred ways of thinking, of playing, and of speaking. A hundred, always a hundred. Ways of listening, of marveling, of loving, a hundred joys for singing and understanding, a hundred worlds to discover, a hundred worlds to invent, and a hundred worlds to dream about. The child has a hundred languages and they steal 99. The school and the culture separate the head from the body. They tell the child to think without your hands and to do without your head, to listen and not to speak to understand without joy and to love and to marvel only at Easter and Christmas. They tell the child to discover the world already there, and of the hundred they steal ninety-nine. They tell the child that work and play and reality and fantasy and science and imagination, sky and earth, reason and dream are things that do not belong together. And thus they tell the child that the hundred is not there. But the child says, no way. The hundred is there. Children have such a unique perspective in the world. Just innocent and pure, more open, more innocent, more in the present moment, not so jaded. And sometimes instead of trying to hammer our thoughts into them, sometimes we might be, do better off by listening by, and by following their lead. Now, it also brings up the point about how we're, how we're conditioning kids, by how we talk to them, what they're seeing when they watch how we live our lives and how we talk about things. Um, I heard a really interesting story a long time ago, and it goes like this. There's a lion who came upon a flock of sheep, and to his amazement, he found a lion living amongst the sheep. It was a lion who somehow had gotten astray from his his pride, and he was found by the sheep, and they raised him. So he'd been living with the sheep since he was a cub. And he would run around and bleat like the sheep, and he would, he would run around like the sheep. Well, the lion looked at this, and he went straight forth to him, and he said, uh, and he told the sheep lion to come in front of him. Well, that sheep lion was scared to death. And, he, and the lion said, what are you doing here amongst these sheep? And the sheep lion said, well, I am a sheep. And the lion said, no, no, no you're not. Hey, you come with me. So he took the sheep lion to a pool of water, and he said, look into the water. And when the sheep lion looked at his reflection in the water, he paused, and then he let out a mighty roar, and in that moment he was transformed, and he was never the same again. If we want our kids to have a positive attitude about themselves, then we need to see them in their highest light, and to reflect this back to them, instead of fear and doubt. Another attitude I want you to focus on is how we see the world. I'm going to tell you two statements, and then you can think about which one do you think will be a better life maxim. Either you say, I feel good because the world is right, or you say, the world is right because I feel good. I like the second one, the world is right because I feel good, because that kind of way of looking at life means you're taking full responsibility for your life. Everything about, about you, anything that happens to you, You look at it and say, what's my part in this? Instead of taking on a victim role. So you don't blame. You don't wait for other people to, to rescue or to fix or to take responsibility for your happiness. You are in charge of your feelings and your reactions to everything always. I teach that to kids all the time. The world is right because I feel good. I think if we all lived more by that state of mind or that way of looking at life, I think that we would end up taking more action we would take more responsibility, and I think things would change. So as the coming year approaches, if you've been feeling kind of overwhelmed or discouraged with the state of the world today, I want you to focus on your part. I want you to focus on today, this moment. Start taking action based upon taking responsibility and start to create some ripples in a positive direction. I'm going to leave you today with a beautiful saying. It's a Chinese proverb about making a difference in the world, and about your part in it. And here's how it goes. If there is light in the soul, there will be beauty in the person. If there is beauty in the person, there will be harmony in the home. If there is harmony in the home, there will be order in the nation. And if there is order in the nation, there will be peace in the world. Don't get overwhelmed. Don't think too big. Do your part. Take responsibility in what you do have control over. And I think this following year, in your world, in the community around you, in your family, and in the bigger world, that things can change. Happy New Year to all of you. Take charge. Take responsibility. I'll be back with another podcast in two weeks. Uh, Thanks for listening in and sharing these with your friends. Take care.